0: What up, you're listening to almost accurate? I'm Jake.
1: That was only four. I counted to four <laughs> seconds, and you told me to count to five in silence. Motherfucker, that, I'm Ryan.
0: And that was that was Ryan. This is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games. It's, it's about pre pre definitely, whatever. Definitely about how all of us can can count to five. Some
1: sometimes, of us can't.
0: Sometimes you just feel it, man. Sometimes you know you just Man, you didn't even put the Mississippi's in Your here. Honor, Get out of here. I am still struggling to spell Mississippi. I had to...
1: M-I-S-S-I-P-P-I-S-S-I... P-P-I? P-P-I.
0: Yeah, there's like 16 P's in that word and I's and S's at the same time. I had to create a couple conference rooms for, for my job and one of them was named Mississippi and they spelled it wrong. So I actually had to Google Mississippi to see who was the idiot in this situation. Turns out for once, it wasn't me. It was them. It was the people who spelled Mississippi wrong. So it made me really self-conscious for the rest of the things that they were asking me to do to see if they were actually spelled correctly or not. And so it made me a slightly more paranoid person than I normally am. So,
1: Well, I mean, you're you, over here saying you, know, you need a fidget. This man <laughs> literally grabbed, what is that, a fucking uh, spinner? It's a helicopter. A helicopter. It's a helicopter.
0: Another or thing Petey I had Pablo. <laughs> Yeah,
1: it's a helicopter. I
0: took these with me. I had like a whole bag full of these when I took them to uh, to Montreal. And for the for the class I was teaching and the the first the people I, I taught from this one, I won't say the name of the company, but. No, you can totally do that. I won't do it. Come on. Um, They just because of reputation wise, they were the people that I expected would be the the most uh, irresponsible with these. And let me just tell you, they certainly were a whole bunch of really expensive video equipment they had installed. And I let them loose with these helicopters in this room. And the first one headed straight towards this like thousand dollar screen that they had installed in this room. I was like, this is a this was a terrible, terrible idea on my part. Why did I think this was a good idea? Anyways,
1: most of my ideas I feel are uh, stupid. So it's nice to feel like somebody else feels like their ideas.
0: I have, I have like six more of these in my house, just so you know, Um, they're not bad. So it's just, it's just a stick with a little helicopter blade on top and you just sort of twist it and you can. Let it let it fly, but anywhere, you twist anywhere you, you don't want,
1: fly, yeah. you just twist. I just
0: twist. I just twist over and over again because, as I've said multiple times, I'm an extremely fidgety and uneasy person. Where does that come from, Jake?
1: Um I've I'm just let me, that into, way. let me dive into <laughs> let me dive into your let life. me
0: do a full psych evaluation, <laughs> yes, just please so you, just so you guys know. there's not a lot of uh, news and stuff going on this week, so.
1: Uh, um, got, there's plenty of news. <laughs> I'm looking pl- this shit up right now. <laughs> there's
0: plenty of news, and we've also got an entire series to discuss in detail. But, um, speaking speaking of people that are psychologically disturbed, which sort of ties in with our.
1: I our just don't regular, know where you're gonna go with that. I'm offended already. Of
0: the week, I'm offended um, already. Yeah, no, in a deep psychological evaluation of me, I guess I've always, uh, from a young age, been uh, a fidgety person. When I was at my youngest, um, probably four or five years old, I had a plastic handle off of a uh, bucket or like a sand pail that I would fidget with.
1: Yes, many people Um, know that. uh,
0: For a little while there, I had straws that I would fidget with. So like plastic straws, I would trim to uh, specifically bendy straws. I would trim to a certain um, width and height so that they were the perfect... um, perfect uh that is frightening jake and wait to to uh, (laughs) to fidget with i had a i had a whole system set up there had certain brands that were better than others but you know obviously something that you fidget with over time it succumbs to the laws of friction it sort of breaks down uh my um, penis has not yet loses its elasticity over time oh let me tell you my friend. just wait (laughs) your
1: penis has not made it there
0: friction will wear it down sooner or later Who who's to say? Um, And then after that, I took Uh, a little bit of a break. And the other, um, you know, various fidgeting objects uh, was Nerf darts. You've probably seen them scattered in rooms (laughs) around my house. People have spoken. Yeah, people. Have people me. are talking. They've asked. They've They're asked all me. over the place. <laughs> they've asked me to get help, and I've uh, politely refused. Uh, and so, yeah, that's that's basically where we stand now. So, basically, anything that like pins and stuff, anything. Um, I'm you constantly will twiddle that twiddling, diddle twiddling that twiddle diddle. that diddle. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm constantly jerking off when you're speaking, just so I can focus, <laughs> focus and stay grounded in the moment.
1: That is frightening and haunting, and I will forever have that have image, that image in, my in my head exactly it's etched
0: so yeah that's that you know that's that's kind of what i've got what i've got going on what i'm working with
1: jake uh, let me ask you a question it, it was phrased which game world would you want to uh be in right now the coronavirus game you know world yes um,
0: i think the world of animal crossing to where i'm toiling Hard labor on a remote. So
1: island. you're into bestiality. Um, can exactly. we mark that as a note
0: here? I, originally, I would have said something like Red Dead Redemption, but then I was like, "You I like bet- cowboys?" Yeah, exactly. I was. But like, then
1: those animals warn you on the
0: open range. But also, I bet everything and every person smells like manure in that game. So hey,
1: it's okay. Um, just close your one, nose and every- <laughs> plug away, my friend.
0: Every single character looks like they haven't had a, a bath in that game uh there's also what's wrong
1: with a little bush
0: uh a little dusty bush uh, when you rent a hotel room in red dead um each of them have um separate like bath uh bath houses you can go in there's so you can pay you know money to take a bath but there's also uh, you know you're in there you're washing yourself you're pressing like square over and over again Where to you like cleaning? wash your arm oh yeah. your arm yeah and then after 30 seconds somebody knocks on the door and it's always a woman's voice and you have the option to upgrade to a deluxe bath which is a dollar 50 which i'm assuming is a lot of money in
1: 1899 i can afford a dollar 50
0: in which case a woman with cleavage comes in and helps wash your back for you let
1: me guess she's <laughs> not her- naked she just has cleavage
0: yeah she just she just has cleavage so i don't know if this is what kind of well, service that's weird like these- what are
1: you dressed in you know, sweatpants and a fucking like this is 1899
0: cutoff? remember so
1: yeah but i mean that's not
0: enticing yeah it's I don't know does what she even touch
1: of- it does she clean
0: you uh I think there's some illusions to that in that game it's That's like a bu- dumb. it's like a big uh, bubble bath you know keep it's like, your dollar 50 they have those big like copper tubs and stuff so you you heat them up over an open flame and you're just sitting there and everything's like bubbly so
1: there's no love touch there's no
0: need uh, maybe it's more of a classy thing to where there's some there's, there's some, something classy there's some about conversation it. beforehand
1: like oh yeah uh, how jer- big's your shooter I got a exactly. shooter there missing and then they jerk you off screen know. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird god awarded it better yeah, they <laughs> the at least you had to spin the and stick god and you heard war. some moaning maybe you saw a booby a uh, couple of them
0: yeah no i i don't know maybe something like that i don't i don't know what game world i'd, I'd like to be in um i would say until recently i'd say maybe final fantasy but only if you were one of those people that got to live on like the upper part of uh, Midgar. If you oh, lived yes. underneath, that's of the what plate. they call New York. Yeah, exactly. If you lived under the pizza, as they say in that game, they say the word pizza a whole bunch. Oh man, a whole lot I am more trying than to eat some
1: pizza. Let me tell you my frustration <laughs> here tonight, Jake. My wife said before I came here, "Hey, let's do pizza tonight." No I was like, "Fucking perfect!" I'm as all you know, over that. I love Ninja Turtles. I love pizza. I love hand foods. Why? are so quick to eat and just do what you got to. Exactly. Because when I leave here, sit down.
0: I hate I, food that I have to stand up to or sit down to eat.
1: Yeah, I poop to. I I poop standing up. I never sit down. But so, you sit.
0: You do sit down to pee.
1: Oh, definitely. But it's yeah. quicker. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so she is like sent me a text, and she was like, "Would you rather do spaghetti than pizza?" I'm like. uh Made that sound? I was like, "Ugh, you do you." And she's like, "Okay, so you're okay." I'm like, "Girl, I'll order my own pizza." So, do you do you typically do that? Will order my own pizza? Yeah. No, I I fucking frozen man. Trying to save some (laughs) moolah. But right now, your boy is trying to just eat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Chunky boy needs to feed. Chunky boy needs his old meat. We had well, food. I don't need meat. Have
0: you, food. have you been exploring delivery food at all? And the the recent. Uh Iso- times of isolation and stuff.
1: No, nah. <laughs> no, nah. I'll go drive any place that I need to get food from. I can just go oh, definitely support local business. What, no point have have I own ever delivery. done
0: DoorDash um, up until about like three weeks ago. But
1: we did it here. We got yeah, we some Toshi local business is so Asian restaurants.
0: Happy, happy to support them. We also had DoorDash from Tashi's about four other times since that time that that's, we.
1: That's a little fucking crazy, but that tells you that the Tashi
0: is where you want to be. Tashi's is good. If you're ever there, definitely support that sweet old man. Um, but nobody's yeah, going to support
1: that sweet old man. Most of our people are in England
0: <laughs> or anywhere else. But if you're ever in Greensboro, uh check out Tashi's. Uh no, I have definitely been having food del- I had food delivered tonight just because of the sheer eat? convenience. I had Wing Stop delivered. You had Wing Stop? Yeah. Fucking meat is murder, you dickhole. <laughs> it was boneless, so it made it means it, nothing. It might have not actually been chicken, to be fair, but uh it was fine. Uh I had some I had some lemon pepper fries and some uh Blue. Korean barbecue uh chicken chicken boneless wings, so not, not too bad. Guess what I ate tonight, Jake? More food than it could have finished. I'm definitely going to have leftovers for lunch. What'd guess what I ate tonight? What'd you have?
1: I had two Stellas. I had a Jameson and Pepsi. <laughs> Liquid so uh, far. I had some uh, Fritos, the uh, Twisted. Oh, fuck. Barbecue. I love those. Those are oh. my favorite chips. Yeah, well, what? The- guess what? You might get none because I didn't bring none with me, <laughs> and I had like another beer before I came over here.
0: I ab- can't remember. Those are absolutely my favorite chips, those twisted Fritos.
1: Oh man, they're are like fucking. I have delicious. Such, I have
0: such fond memories of those. Those twisted Fritos. Yeah. I would eat like an entire. On like snow days in elementary school, I'd that's eat a weird like a, time. Yeah, I'd eat like an entire bag of those. And you know what's falling eat off a small frozen pizza and read the Metroid Fusion.
1: Boom. <laughs> Game guide again. You had me at pizza. I used to eat those French bread pizzas, but... They're so good. They were so good. Oh, my God. But they don't have cheese now. It's all pepperoni. And I'm like, eh, get this meat out of my life. <laughs> um, But uh, Cool Ranch Doritos. Yes. And sour cream and onion chips. I feel like those um, two chips I'm have fallen off. I'm,
0: I will happily support those any days. Because if I if I had to search out any favorite... Favorite five, top five chip flavors. This is what I'm going to hit you with. Okay. First off. Barbecue, right? Uh, I'd go with those uh, der- Twisted Doritos. Absolutely. <gasps> at the top.
1: Over barbecue? Over, yeah. I can't do it. That would it. be my absolute I can't top. do it. I'm going to go KC second, Masterpiece. Barbecue. All right. Second would be Cool Ranch Doritos. I would hit it off with the Twisted uh, Barbecue fritos. Okay, so still first. Well, it's so the second, same as mine.
0: It's right. Okay. So Casey masterpiece first, then twisted Doritos second. What's your third?
1: Um for me, I'm the hot fries from
0: Cheetos. Good choice. I love them. I'm going to go with a, another Doritos flavor, Spicy Nacho over original. Okay. So just a little that. a little bit different, but still good, still I really it, good. I can make play? Uh my fourth would be uh I, it's actually a bit of a dark horse here it's a tie between my fourth and fifth or a tie between their kettle they're both Lay's kettle chips
1: mm, those but are the good the mesquite they, barbecue they are,
0: and that was it it was mesquite barbecue and salt and pepper those are tied for fourth and fifth for me and on
1: my list oh my god you have me questioning everything <laughs> what my, what are you thinking oh <laughs> uh, well i'm thinking it's a toss up between goldfish as you know from last right, week.
0: Exactly. You love some goldfish. Cheez
1: It's which may be in the Crazy. same extra toasty. And they have the Tabasco Cheez Its too, which are pretty good. Yeah. I and something about Extra Toasty just does me in. Mm. Um and uh, what is the other one? There was another one. Uh the plain chips with the ruffles. I enjoy mm. those. Something really special about yeah that. you have to, I don't know what it is the ruffles just takes you somewhere
0: something just really satisfying about a family size bag of sour cream and onion Lay's chips though just brings you back <laughs> let me hit you with the one
1: this the is one. definitely four <laughs> the other ones they can fight for five for me garden salsa Lay's Ooh yeah boom Drop what about, the mic, bitch. What about sun chips. You ever get? You oh, ever focus uh, maybe on sun it's chips? sun trip chips. Fuck, I don't know. Whatever's Garden salsa.
0: They had the eco-friendly bag that was really, really loud. Do you remember? I'll that? eat
1: that <laughs> shit, dude. Garden <laughs> salsa. Let it be my those, number. Folk.
0: Those are really good. They had a really good original flavor and a really good sour cream and onion flavor. I remember I used to focus some sun chips heavy back in the day. <laughs> sour <laughs> cream and cheddar, woo <laughs> oh sour cream and cheddar is another good one um what is it? all dressed that uh ruffles one from from canada, canada. that was like an all-time canadian favorite i
1: they, had those i wasn't those didn't really like they i didn't get try a spark out of yeah, me yeah
0: i i like them but i don't know if i like them a lot you know you know what i mean i was like this is good but i don't know if i would say this is my national flavor you know yeah well yeah
1: <laughs> canada you're so behind exactly um barbecue i Some think barbecue potato chips is what <laughs> what is like your all-time
0: favorite flavor oh that is a really hard question
1: that's why i'm asking i would that say barbecue player so that's honestly for me.
0: if i had to say an all-time favorite flavor it would be salt just anything salty would be my favorite flavor salt and vinegar no, not salt and vinegar. Those are the salt.
1: grossest.
0: So those fucking suck.
1: They like do. It's th- like brother, a lady chip because my, all the ladies love it. My brother Why?
0: loves salt and vinegar chips. And he all the ladies prank, love it. He used to prank me because we would have like different cans of Pringles and he would fucking love salt and vinegar. And you would open the can and it would smell like fucking farts salty Ugh. farts in the whole house it was why gr- would
1: you love those It was. those aw- are just so awful. tangy they're
0: gross. fucking awful but he would People love to buy pr- them he would love to prank me by putting like he would take out like the top layer and put like two or three salt and vinegar pringles underneath so that when i pulled out like a a, a, a decent sized section selection oh, of pringles you'd just be eating them and you know i like pringles i eat them two or three at a time let's be honest so i eating I'm, like twenty five percent of the can at a time. Yeah, straight. You just oh, tilt the can up straight into your esophagus. And the cheddars to were the best of those. But I, you know, it would never fail that I would end up eating at least two or three salt and vinegar chips at a time, and it was gross. Lucas is an to, asshole. Who
1: exactly, does that sabotage? Man, I was getting bullied. Man, you got by my monkey six, feet over here. You grabbing that bullied by fucking by my spinner with brother. your fucking
0: feet with your toes. <laughs> I pick up stuff with my like, my foot may not work, but I can still pick up stuff. With what it? do
1: you call somebody that's not? Amber Dexterous, That's like ambimontan.
0: A of Yeah, exactly. We'll, well, title pending. We'll see. We'll work <laughs> We're on We're still that. working on that. one. Call the doctors. Huh, I'm that's just fucking weird, man. All kinds of energized by this potato. Let's all about the chips, dude.
1: <laughs> chips. What does chips pair with the best for you? Um, you know, I, peanut butter a,
0: sandwiches. That's me. Absolutely. Nothing like some. Excuse me. Some Salty Lays and the Peanut Butter Benelli. Benelli With the food. Ruffles? Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Um, I, something I hadn't thought about till later in life when I was actually able to to drink. I didn't actually... Try, uh, I never drank a beer in my life until I was 20 years old.
1: Right I remember back. my first beer. Yeah. Oh, you're breaking the law, Jake. It's yeah, 21 I was, here. I was. It was like Ooh. three months before I turned 21. Oh, my God. You uh,
0: dangerous animal. I would say anything like a a good lager and like a, anything like a just a plain salty chip or, um you know, a barbecue chip pairs really well with almost any like Fucking golden barbecue, lager. Fucking barbecue, dude. Almost any golden lager or something like that just, just really goes really goes well the other the other thing i would say is i know he hates sour beers but sierra makes a um a sour beer that pairs really well with pickles uh so pickles Boy, i some love sa- some pickles yeah pickles what and kind deal or, or uh, uh bread Cla- and butter clausen uh full clausen spears uh they're oh, really good so they have a regular, pickle
1: spears are the best by the way fried
0: pickle spears are awesome clausen makes full spears which are really good they used to make a hot and spicy spears which are also oh. Oh. that paired with uh that paired with a sierra sour beer Oh my god. I used to would I would drink like a six pack of C of uh Eau and then eat like an entire uh, jar,
1: jar of, of pickles. pickles in one night. <laughs> but like this is why he has no friends. <laughs> this yeah.
0: It smelled really bad. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure my dude. Was awful, but it man. It smelled like you took a boo-boo something on something yourself. about that sourness mixed with that vinegary saltiness which is so good. <laughs> Let me hit you
1: with something that's not a very popular opinion. All right. I prefer bread and butter over Regular pickles. Really? Yes. I don't All know day,
0: every day. I think I've tried those, but I think... What do you mean you just tried them? I think I hated it so much that Man,
1: I, they're fucking beautiful. Think, it's like a work of art.
0: I think I tried sweet it. sweet so and delicious. Thing. I think I tried it at a younger age, and you know, when you're... For most kids at a younger age, you're really picky, so I think that stuck with me long enough into adulthood that I never tried it again. So Mm -mm. I'd be willing to do it again. But I I really don't think I have since I've been
1: watching a lot of Seinfeld lately, (laughs) as people know here who've watched or listened to this podcast watched or listened to i will kramer your ass and be like you gotta taste this you gotta taste this
0: i'd try it again i've definitely re-examined some of the things i thought in childhood and and realized i was the heir of my ways yeah
1: like you build a a ladder to heaven like um alan jackson said it's not real (laughs) <laughs>
0: jacob's ladder <laughs> uh, sure. speaking
1: of over the weekend we hung out is that correct jake we did I i'm just making sure i, I got confirm, my facts straight i can confirm
0: that was accurate
1: jake we spoke of jacob's ladders and uh Ooh, prince is, albert prince albert yes, yes is that correct that was the other thing that is correct yes yes we did speak of it Entry. jacob i did <laughs> look up i did look up photos is that correct? Of these penises with these...
0: You did. Some of them were drawings. Some of them were drawings. Other ones were horrific
1: photos. <laughs> I showed you penises with the with the actual piercing out of it. And it was just yeah, yeah, the missing. gauge yeah, of exactly. the hole.
0: Yeah, it was uh, uncomfortable to watch, especially after we had had a very large meal earlier yes, in the night. Yes,
1: I felt the night turn after... <laughs> I felt my stomach turn during it. I felt the night turn after that. I was like, well, he's not on my level right
0: now. We've really brought the mood down in this room, haven't we? We
1: have not brought the mood down. We're bringing it up with questions, and we're being inquisitive. (laughs) I was like, Jake, look uh, at this. This is disgusting. You said, no. (laughs) You were like, no. To which I found... I, I I cannot help shock value is like my, my that's what I love. You thrive off of I that kind th- of stuff. Yes, this this vein pumps and thumps on that. Yeah, that vein
0: really is was prominent in some of the stuff you showed me. Yeah, I, I, I
1: was like, I showed it to my wife and your 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 girlfriend, and I was like, look at this, and everybody. <laughs> You know, once you get a couple of drinks and, you, know you're like, oh yeah, this is a penis with a hole you gotta, in it. You it kind of creeps me some. out, but you know, whatever. I'm trying to show it to everybody. It's hilarious to me. Uh, yeah, no, it was it
0: was awful, and it just seeing something with a hole ripped
1: out of it like that. It, it wasn't like a hole just, ripped out of it. It was just it had a a circle in it. Jake, what's your favorite dessert of all time? What's my favorite dessert of hit all me, time?
0: Hit me! Hit me! Oh, okay. So this is, this is a hard one. No, Um, can't be hard. You got to just answer it. So I love sugar, but I think I I like salt more than sugar. I think that this is kind of a dumb answer, but my mom would make instead of a cake for me and my brother, since me, our birthdays were two days apart, two days and seven years apart, I should say. uh, She would always make us an ice cream uh, cake made out of uh, ice ice cream sandwiches. A uh, big ice cream sandwich, yeah, with whipped cream and peanuts on top, and chocolate like chocolate fudge, chocolate sauce. So oh, that, was that probably one of my favorite favorite desserts. She also made a chocolate chip pound cake, which was really really good. Again, a big dollop of whipped cream on top, very good. Um, pumpkin pie, uh, I love it. So. uh you know, sweet potato pie can fucking suck it. I hate it. Uh, pumpkin pie—that's where it's at,
1: <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Eat your pizza, do your thing, play.
0: Yeah, so I'd say probably in that in that order: um, that ice ice cream cake, uh, chocolate chip pound cake, and then maybe pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie with a healthy healthy bit of whipped cream. Uh, a little bit of, of sh- uh, cinnamon sprinkled on top and a good mm. cup of black Get coffee. Nasty Get cup of black, nasty on it. A good cup of black coffee with my pumpkin pie. Oh,
1: I'm, hey, I'm I'm I happy. like the coffee. <laughs> black coffee,
0: of course. Exactly. Yes. The only type of coffee that's Folgers,
1: acceptable. Folgers, Maxwell House, what are you drinking?
0: Uh, Keurig. <laughs> green.
1: <laughs> probably green tree or whatever. Green, green, green mountain. mountain. Bre- yeah.
0: Breakfast blend. There you go. Uh, I've, got a, I've got a pitcher that I make cold brew coffee into, which is pretty good. Uh so it's just ground it's just ground coffee that you kind of put in uh put in the pitcher and it steeps for uh a little bit for twenty-four hours. That's so okay. Pour that over ice, put some vanilla vanilla creamer in that. Oh it's no, that ain't black plate. Absolutely great. No, that's not black coffee at all. But yeah. it's really good and it's really good in the summertime. <laughs> I enjoy black coffee. Oh yes, dude. I even you know, even in even in the summertime I always start with a cup that's of coffee. That's the only way
1: I drink coffee. it now.
0: Yeah. I I just kind of got hooked on it in in college because I was didn't have a lot of money and coffee creamer was just an added expense that I didn't really care to pay for.
1: <laughs> drink it black, close your nose like so, drinking yeah, beer, exactly. you know.
0: My my uncle and my aunt and uncle owned a coffee business uh, and that I you know helped them work for when I was in high school, and so he instilled in me the value of t- of tasting the thing that you know just by itself. So that's why I like liquor yeah. that's why I like whiskey by itself not mixed with anything that's why I ew, like drink coffee by itself black coffee by oh, itself, play a play,
1: play I cannot drink whiskey by itself <laughs> I can't drink any liquor drink by itself because then I'll be like ew. I need some Pepsi oh yeah I need something what in was there he
0: had a really Pepsi and what oh uh, was Pepsi Jameson. and Jameson
1: mm. wish it was ginger ale and pickle, Jameson pickle juice <laughs> oh hey that neutralizes his taste uh, my favorite dessert carrot cake and cheesecake is also like close mm, second. The strawberries. Um well, we have this place out here in Greensboro where you live, um, called Cheesecakes by Alex. They're opening up in Winston. They are very good. Oh my god. Their their carrot cake, best carrot cake I've ever fucking had. It's probably fatting as fuck. Delicious as
0: hell. Well, let me raise. I'll take Alex by Cheesecakes, but or sorry, Cheesecakes by Alex. Get it right. Which is what people that don't have dyslexia would call that place. But Maybe. I will raise you with Uncle Cheesecakes. Where which, the fuck is that? Uh, it's right beside Sammy G's. Oh, and if you're okay. not if you're not from here, that means nothing to you. But Ryan knows exactly where that's at. <laughs> Where's so, <is>
1: that at? <laughs> it's you on just got to go down P.T.I. On, for a on little highway bit.
0: Highway sixty eight and High Point, but <laughs> I just call that the P.T.I. accent. <laughs> she um uncle cheesecake fucking amazing do they the have a best, carrot the best cheesecake i haven't cheesecake? had a, a carrot cake there but i have had like cookies and cream cheesecakes oh cheesecake, man all raspberry i love blueberries dude i think i've had that there
1: blueberries really are a
0: fucking bomb pick some up for my dad big old slice of cheesecake and he was he was pretty stoked on that so
1: um yeah but, um well, that's closer than Cheesecake by Alex. Maybe I'll do that this weekend. No, you, you should check it out. If, I mean, yeah, if they're open. Give him fat fucking iPhone. i go walk for like an hour and a half.
0: Obviously, if they're, if they're open at a time like this. They were before... They um, gotta be open. Before all the, this COVID stuff started, they were opening a, a secondary location to where his wife In was Winston? Up, uh, in Greensboro.
1: Motherfucker.
0: Yeah, it was a, uh, a cupcake place. So it was like...
1: He Nothing was, in K Vegas. He,
0: he was Uncle Cheesecake and it was Auntie Cupcake, something like that. That makes sense. Something like that.
1: Nothing opens in K Vegas. We st- just
0: get it on both sides. Good stuff though. Well, at least we have good, choices. The good thing about Carnesville is it's not very far away from Winston or Greensboro, so you're right in the middle. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> Two minutes from the highway, either way Ex- I go. Exactly. So whether you're heading east or west, you don't have too far to too far to go to get something good. Hey man, Let's and stop bullshitting. This, this is our hungriest episode yet. This
1: really is. You I mean, we've we have learned a lot we, about us here. We haven't today. ate enough before we started recording. My wife is trying to make me eat spaghetti. I just want hand foods, a pizza. I just want to eat with my hands. That's oh. that's what I'm all about. So we're hitting the new Star Wars Episode One <laughs> Racer. I was we released ready. on PS4 Are you, and Nintendo Switch. Are you? stoked uh i think i'm gonna get this i
0: actually looked it up on the switch shop uh earlier and it wasn't on there because i was i was a, i wasn't gonna pre-order it, but i was at least gonna reserve it so i could buy it right um if this game is 20 dollars or less i'm gonna definitely buy it because i had this on the n64 it was one of the like three games i had for that <laughs> for like six months i had an n64 and i really like that game and If it's, you know, pretty cheap, I think we both should play it and take a little trip down memory lane because I remember it being a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I recognize a lot of this. Also, I'm about to pay off my car. So (laughs) long time coming. Going to have some extra money. Um, Hugh Jackman, Robert Downey Jr., the Avengers movies. Not happening now, but could have. Would you been like, fuck yeah, or would you been like, fuck no?
0: Uh, you, you, it, anybody else playing Wolverine would feel really strange at this point like I know Hugh Jackman can't do it forever but he really had his he really had his moment in that he kind of crossed over between multiple franchises between the original X-Men and of course the Days of Future Past um, you know series of X-Men films so he is Wolverine in my book so as long as he wants to come back if as long as they adapt it that character in a way that it sort of makes sense obviously he's not getting any younger but I'd be fine with it I'd be cool with it I, I think he is definitely the one piece that if you, they Hugh want Jackman. to carry over stuff from that Fox the 20th century Fox to Disney merger I'd be fine with that Hugh
1: they, Jackman is the only redeeming quality about the X-Men movies I mean he's well, definitely uh, Michael Fassbender I love Michael Fassbender he is, in that movie he is really good and James McAvoy
0: when they let him do Patrick Stewart acting maybe there's more than we thought <laughs> um,
1: yeah, Ian McKellen
0: Definitely, yeah, there's definitely some good stuff they could carry over if and if they can, I'd be all on board with it. But you know, I'm sure that Well, I mean, Disney owning everything, I'm sure they'll find somebody decent to play Wolverine, Yeah, their but,
1: stocks are hurting. Well, how are we gonna make some money? So we have billions of dollars. Be, Fuck they, you, Disney. They're the only company
0: left, so I think they'll be fine. But yeah, I think, I think those bitches will be since fine. Since they've already introduced time travel to the X Men timeline and multiple timelines, that New was Avengers, a great movie. I think that they'll be a, if they want. If Hugh Jackman was interested and they wanted to bring him back, they definitely could, and they could do it in a way that would make enough sense in the continuity. So
1: <laughs> they brought Rebecca Romaine Stamos back whenever uh, fucking Jennifer Lawrence like posed there, and they CGI'd her.
0: Yeah, they could do that I think there's definitely flexibility in that. So you if Hugh you Jackman wants money, to come back, well, why not? I'm fine I'm cool with it. <laughs>
1: Hugh Jackman's pretty cool. Um the uh HBO Max is developing a JJ uh, Abrams uh project with Bad Robot Productions um focusing on the Justice League dark characters and an original 1970s set drama about
0: a getaway driver.
1: Yeah, well, that's the other stuff. He's got if, like
0: a couple of options. You know, J.J. Abrams, as much shit as he gets for good Star reasons Wars. and bad reasons, <laughs> um, I still think any a TV series in his hands, I think as long as he doesn't have to write the conclusion of it, I think <laughs> um, I, I think we're. I think it'd be decent. So let's let's give it a chance to see how it goes, especially something I I think I am interested now that we have the ability, the technology is advanced as it is. If you want to go back and do a period piece about superheroes set in like the 70s or something. I think it'd be interesting to see.
1: I think it's it's a different time where there's no cell phones and shit like that. Modern easy ways to get out of something. Exactly. I think that the uh,
0: trying to write within those constraints is, is interesting. It's something I want to kind of see, but you know, we'll, (laughs) we'll see how it goes, but you know, just because JJ Abrams is attached to it, I don't automate, I'm not automatically going to, uh, (laughs) give it a big old failure, but. Let's see how it goes.
1: (laughs) Amen. Um, So theaters may be opening soon. Um, A new series of federal guidelines provides a path to reopening U.S. theaters, sports arenas, churches, and other large venues with a strict physical distancing, distancing protocol must follow. So we're gonna get theaters. Maybe AMC won't go bankrupt because, as you know, we both love I AMC. Huge, huge D one player. That's my seat. <laughs> um. Yeah. No.
0: I would be absolutely heartbroken if anything happened to the AMC theaters in High Point. We've done. We could do an entire episode about all of the, the memories that we've made in that theater. But bums um, me out. Yeah. It's that's been one one of the biggest adjustments, I guess. Maybe not just for, you know, this podcast, but it was always something to look forward to, to like on a Saturday or Sunday morning to, to rock up to the theater, get a big old IC and enjoy an early, Man, an early movie. Man, give me movie. a big
1: old motherfucker popcorn. I'll just <laughs> eat it by my lonesome.
0: And- yeah, it's been um strange, not strange, not doing that and everything kind of transitioning to digital watching at home. But Um. All I'm going to say about this is that I really look forward to the day that I can, you know, go to a movie theater again. But I just, you know, don't. I want
1: to be in heated seats, yeah. in high point at the AMC, in my fucking seat T one, and I want to watch the best movie I can. Let it be Wonder Woman. <laughs> but also, let's, you know, just
0: don't rush into it. Um, let's just be smart about it. But yeah, I'll-
1: motherfucker, let's make it happen.
0: <laughs> the other thing from Saturday night that was one of my favorite things. <laughs> Was your impression yeah. of the... The dump cake lady. Yeah, the dump cake lady from Djibouti Dubs. That was probably one of my favorite... I think it was... Favorite recurring characters that you Yeah, done. we were
1: straight up, mm, Popping that motherfucker straight up on the for reals!
0: So, Super Troopers 3. Stoked. <laughs> the writer shared an update.
1: Um, Broken ha- Lizards. They've been asking a lot of questions on their Instagram about um, Beer Fest... And uh, Beerfest was my favorite movie by them. They had Slam and Salmon, obviously like uh, Super Troopers. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping I hear they're not going to do Pot Fest, which was described at the end of that movie or um, alluded to with Willy Nelson. Um, Our uh, Beerfest was one of my favorite movies. Super Troopers, I really enjoyed the first one. The second one wasn't that bad. Um, third one that's gonna. Break the bank, I'm going to say. I've only
0: seen Super Troopers 1, and I think I've seen that one time, and I think I've seen Beerfest once. So oh. this style of Beer movie, is my favorite. I definitely think is something that is kind of Don't very it. indicative of this time period. But I think Don't handled the right it. way, I think it could absolutely, this brand of humor and this style of movie could be updated for.
1: It's like something. those movies you watch on Comedy Central yeah. at like two o'clock in the morning. Exactly, it's a raunchy comedies, and you're like, "Oh, hey, which I like
0: they, this." Which you know they don't really make anymore, and Bums I would me out. I want to see something like that done in a way that can actually succeed you know yeah something sexy yeah something sexy is exactly what i'm saying um batman's been delayed yeah did we you hear actually, that we were so sad about this we posted it twice i did this yesterday you posted you it yesterday Posted it 30 minutes ago well it's 100%.
1: october 1 2021 did yours say that
0: uh it just said delayed so yeah, yeah you know i'm gonna delete up, your
1: motherfucking shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it gives a date right there on it so october 1st
0: shazam 2 and the flesh have also received uh new updates.
1: shazam 2 no so the
0: fact that you know batman the batman was going to come out in june now it's october 1st of 21 according to the deadline
1: we're gonna be fucking uh, waiting forever my you know, man. other
0: stuff is moving around shazam 2 uh is now going to be it's moved from april to november of 2022 Bums and the flash probably indefinitely out. delayed because ezra miller and they're not gonna punched, do the
1: flash movie yeah, well they
0: punched that he assaulted that fan in that uh, bar so, ezra <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's not gonna happen oh, for a little while room. until they get that sorted out
1: so. or it just gets forgotten <laughs> <laughs> On a happier note, Animal Crossing: New Horizons, April 2020 update adds Nature Day event. By the way, Jake, I just want to wish you a happy Earth Day. Um, it also has museum expansion and hints at future events. What could that be?
0: Um, wedding season. Oh, which is interesting. Lame. I think this
1: is. You can get married and have a ball and chain. I don't think it's. And divorce. I don't
0: think that you can do that. I know other games. No, like, I have done that. Okay. Okay. I've good. gotten married. You have gotten married, but you haven't gotten divorced yet. So. Perfect. You still have that. Uh, when option.
1: I proposed to my wife, I was like, will you be my first divorce? Will you be. Okay. That's what every girl wants to There's an expiring
0: contract on this. So you know. See be the first, it, not last. Make it you know? The, the trial period. Um, I love Animal Crossings. I, I do enjoy the fact that they're continuing to update this. And you know what, Nintendo, you definitely should because you haven't announced anything else for the rest of the year. So definitely keep updating. You update. have
1: a so- shortage of supplies. <laughs>
0: definitely keep updating Animal Crossing <laughs> since that's the one original game you've released mm-hmm. this year. Um I mean it's, it's-, it's-
1: the only original game they've ever-
0: it's the only one they've done so far and it's the only one they've announced for the rest of
1: the year so damn i'm glad you talked me into getting one of these thanks a lot jake i got the- mario party and now me and my wife are just gonna play mario party forever but The good
0: news is you have such a back catalog of stuff you can catch up on And now you can play the original Final Fantasy VII on the toilet. It's only it only costs like twelve dollars. My name's Jake. (laughs) Twelve (laughs) dollars. So, we're all true and good arguments.
1: Um, Uh, Venom.
0: Venom 2 is now going to be called Venom Total Carnage or something, right? So
1: we kind of have an idea what the fuck we're going to do.
0: Yeah, it's 2021, a <laughs> June 2021. So totally different from October of 2018 when we watched the first Just 7 one, months. When we sat down and when you picked those seats and we sat them sat down behind that couple that definitely No, we sat beside them. Yeah, we did. And I put you beside. Them. You did. And they definitely,
1: Dude, I just have to have a clear theater. exit. <laughs> I have to have a clear exit. D1 right there on the center. I the, can just
0: get up and go. One of the first movies we watched together. And also the last time I've ever let Ryan pick seats out. <laughs> and the last time we really hold, held hands. Mm, Did we during uh, scary stories to tell in the dark?
1: I like to think that we're going to continue to hold hands. All right, fair enough. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, no, uh, Venom. Let there be carnage, which is actually the name of uh, this, because I had to to actually open this article and read
1: yeah, it. Yeah, Woody Harrelson's going to be there without the crazy hairdo. Good, because that was terrible. I'm glad they let him ditch that awful Ronald. I'm excited Mc- about Ronald this. McDonald
0: wig. Um, it
1: did well in the first one. It I didn't, it didn't have it- a lot of money in it, but it it was it was it exceeded.
0: It exceeded expectations, and you know the first one wasn't bad, and the second one with a little bit more money, a little bit more hype behind it. I a think a little better acting could be
1: good. A little better story.
0: Yeah. yeah a, a little set, better, a lot of set things. Set in more than four locations. So you don't have Tom Hardy eating out of a trash can again.
1: Or eating out of a, a aquarium at a seafood restaurant. And that was actually my favorite part, but fair enough. Well, you don't have him doing
0: Maybe that. he goes to an actual aquarium and eats like Or a, maybe he goes to the fucking ocean, my friend. Yeah, maybe do that get some fresh seafood
1: yeah maybe that's what i'm do gonna that. do this weekend i'm gonna watch you know i just got the uh jackass um tv shows on dvd recently and i was like i gotta go back and watch these we also watched something about mary which is a great movie is it you gotta see it, dude. I've never seen it. You gotta I've see it. I've never seen it. You gotta see it. Um, What else we got? Scooby-Doo uh, is coming to... Um, we're. I'm definitely going to watch this. I think we already talked about this. Yeah, I'll probably have to do this too. So it's um, in May. Uh, you can rehave it as a killer shark in this new PS4 game, which comes out in a month. You can just, just think we talked about this. May 22nd. This on the yeah. show
0: earlier. Yeah, it was like a GTA with sharks. We'll yeah. do it pretty stoked I'll play some man eater why not um Mandalorian season three. It's already in
1: development.
0: Not Uh, surprising, but I'm stoked to see that. I hope season two is good. I'm glad they finished filming it before all this started.
1: (laughs) Me too. I'm stoked on this. I'm stoked on the boys. That's the two shows that I'm so excited about. Yeah,
0: I'm really, really looking forward to to both of those. I'm also
1: going to hit this here. Uh, The new uh, The Last Dance on ESPN about Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Good stuff. Oh my God. They've only done two episodes was unedited it's fucking great know a lot of people aren't sports heads but i enjoy that and i think everybody should watch this great documentary about sports and hearing michael jordan say the f word oh and scotty pippen priceless yes Oh, we're back. We just Very took a pee clear. break.
0: Very clear edit point. Yes, it was clear. I'm definitely just gonna go it ahead was and leave clear.
1: <laughs> You know, I went to go pee and I thought to myself, I will sell my soul to get somebody to cut my hair. Anyway, um, uh, I'm gonna hit us with some. Jake told me he said, "Hustle, you little bitch," and I said, "Okay, I will do as quickly as I can." Um, live action, One oh, Punch Man. How quick is it gonna be? It's gonna be so quick because he's One Punch Man. Um. Uh. One drive-in makes up entire U.S. box office. The O. Oh, oh
0: God. <laughs>
1: drive-in and O. Oh, Ocala. 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 I'm Ocala. Guessing this is in Florida. Because where else? Um. Five thousand three hundred fifteen dollars. It made in the drive-in. Woo! Hunger Games prequel. Cool. The Hunger Games franchise is back with a film adaptation of the ballad of songbirds and snakes from catching fire. Who's excited? I didn't really like the first one. The other ones followed were good. Um, we talked about Batman being um delayed until October 1st, 2021. I think that's a good time for Batman. It's like around the whole of um, the you know holidays of halloween and stuff like that that's kind of fitting
0: i think it'll be a i think it'll be a good time for that i think it'll be a great movie yeah especially just the aesthetic that they they're seemingly going
1: for i think that would that you might can't look fuck a little up bit better it's not superman superman fucks up time, all the time that time of year give me a good superman movie then i'll be excited
0: um, but speaking of uh, stuff being good all year round, the weather in Miami, Ryan, what do you think about that? What do you think about some Cuban music? What do you think about some Cuban food? Um, We're talking about Dexter, by the way.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, OK. <laughs> that was um, my amazing, I didn't know where
0: you're going with that. That was my incredible segue. So speaking of October think 1st. Me, think of me later for that. <laughs> the first
1: episode um, aired October 1st, or 2006. Incredible. Which was also the year I graduated
0: wow so june dexter has a very similar place in your in your history
1: it does i'll always remember deb michael c hall um dexter and jennifer carpenter getting married who played brother and sister in this uh show they got married um they never had children yeah they got divorced (laughs) and now she's married to um, north carolina's own yeah
0: (laughs) favorite brothers scott or seth i think so that's one or the other yeah one or the other so, let's get in here let's start cracking uh so we've sort of talked a little bit about Dexter if you've been following the show this year you know that I that me and my girlfriend started watching or she's seen it the in, the entire series and introduced it to me and so we've watched the entire
1: what about thing me Jake I've seen the, the entire movie. series too you, you're not mentioning me you, right now
0: uh implored me to watch it multiple times and after which I said no and then she's like hey let's watch this and I was like okay baby let's watch let's sit down don't you
1: ever call me so, baby you- you asshole. <laughs> so um,
0: just about since New Year's Day, basically, we've, the Dexter has been a permanent fixture in our lives. And let's try to not give up too many secrets. Here. We finally f- finished all eight seasons, so I'm fully prepared to talk about it. So.
1: Well, perfect. Let's right. start off
0: with season one. Yeah. Let's go season by season. Talk about what we like, what we do. Ice like. truck killer. Ice truck killer. A.K. The bro, bro. So if you've never seen dexter just really quickly
1: he's a serial killer who uses his father as like uh, his father's like his conscience basically he's got yeah a but he's of, personified he's yeah. he's a person it's
0: he's like a ghost that no one else can see yeah uh he's got he's a moral set of codes and basically the co- the first rule of the code don't get caught second uh kill people that deserve it so
1: not uh, good people, bad child people. Child molesters,
0: rapists, murderers, uh, bank robbers. I don't know if he actually kills a Can bank, kill robber, a bank but robber. I don't think so. But Yeah, that's weird. Um, so the code is entirely flexible, which we'll find out in later seasons. But hey, listen, season one, That's that's the setup. Dexter, he lives in Miami. He's a forensic blood spatter analyst that works for Miami Metro. His sister, Deb.
1: His sister, Deb. She also works for him. Yeah, she works for Miami Metro. She's not a blood splatter analyst. She's she, like a cop. She was she works hunter. vice. Yeah, she was working
0: vice at first, and she graduates to become a detective. Or we'll an get officer there. and detective later in later seasons. And then maybe even other jobs. Slow jobs. We'll, we'll get to that later.
1: Um, Dexter also has a girlfriend, Rita. Uh, Rita, and she has two kids from a previous relationship. Um, there's also uh, people who work with Dexter. There is Diggs, who was always up um, Dexter's ass. Surprise, motherfucker! That guy. Um, there's also Angel and LaGuera. Sar- you
0: mean Sergeant Dokes.
1: Or whatever. <laughs> what do I call him? Diggs. Mm, I, I don't remember. know. Fuck. He's only in there two seasons. There, yeah, he's only in two seasons. <laughs> why? Because he dies. He figures it out in season two and he dies. Yep. Um a growing theme in this show, really. It is. Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. Um, so season one, they hit us with the ice truck killer who is Dexter's brother. What did you like? You've seen this more recently than I have.
0: Yeah. Um, I I think that so his name was uh he he's the ice truck killer is introduced to us as a doctor that does prosthetic limbs. Uh, he makes a prosthetic limb for literally one of the people that he actually kidnapped and tortured.
1: And he's also um, romantically linked to Deb, who is not really Dexter's sister. Half-sister. Or adoptive sister. Adopted yeah. sister, yes. Um, His dad also worked for the police department,
0: so that's how that ties in. Right, exactly. So yeah, so they're briefly um, engaged. I think they're engaged for about six hours before uh, the killer actually kidnaps Deb. <laughs> Something like that. It's a very, very, very small time frame, but and we're
1: talking engaged to the ice truck killer Deb and ice truck right, killer, right? Exactly. Not Dexter.
0: Um, not Dexter. They don't ever get together. Even not in fake looked-
1: life, but in real life, they did. Yeah, they certainly. Did. They banged it out in the vagina and the fa- penis. Yeah, it's in both of those things. Ooh, um, gross. Yeah.
0: Oh,
1: I just. You have to see my Where microphone
0: all the way up. And I'm sure yeah. everybody heard that. I'm going to leave it club in club going up on to
1: you ain't um, that. come on.
0: Yeah. It's the first season I think is the perfect introduction to this because it felt like there's a definite beginning, middle and end. You have an incredible cast of supporting characters that really form this believable extended family of Dexter and I think the characterization of Dexter is basically that he is a complete psychopath that is he's got like cover relationships but he seems like he's well together but it's all a front and that's something that is kind of explored in later seasons is that but not in the first season he does have like actual genuine emotions but they're not Really touched on in this. I mean, his every basically every relationship is like either a cover or something that he is managing. It's a murder mystery. A also, front.
1: that's um, what it also is killer chasing
0: killer. Yeah, murder mystery. And so there's definitely some th- things about Dexter's past that he's trying to uncover. He uncovers that his. His mom uh, was murdered by Jane Saul in a uh, storage unit.
1: Yes, or and it he was a born shipping, in blood. Container, shipping
0: container. And he figures out that that's why he's like kind of fucked up in the way that he is. There was that one incredible scene where he goes into that one hotel room and the ice truck killer, his, his
1: Oh, there was blood on the floor. Yeah. yeah. And he
0: Like straight on has a freak out moment. And you've never, ever it's at this point, you've never seen him like freak out of the side of blood, which was a really unique thing uh, for him, especially his character. Really strange thing to see as well. Just the way he faints and just face plants into that puddle of
1: blood. I will also say that Jake has watched this more recently than I have. It's been a couple of years. Um, but yeah, that does take me back where you say that I can picture that happening. Was it like a <laughs> prostitute or somebody on the bed? It was like a hotel. Yeah. The the, the
0: ice truck killer, normally the way he would operate is he would. That was the thing about him is that all of his victims were drained of blood and he would chop them up into really neat anatomical pieces. Uh, but they were all Kinda be like, like completely texter. like bloodless, and that was the one unique like yes. kill he did to where he just like threw blood everywhere, and there was puddles of it. <laughs> I always everywhere. think of the ice block with the fingers in yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and the you know prosthetic limbs and stuff. But you know, season one is like the perfect introduction to this. Like season one was great. Season one was great. Like the, a lot of seasons are kind of slow to start, but this is one that was straight in it. Um, the only thing that I didn't really like about season one, and that kind of applies to several seasons of this, is that what you're talking about? there are certain aspects of this that this show that seemed kind of cheaply made. It gets better in in later seasons, but
1: well, yeah, it was the Annie, first season, man. Annie,
0: cut them some slack. Any dead body looks like the fakest mannequin with a little bit of ketchup, like put on it. The dead bodies in season one That's were not convincing looking at all. Yeah, they they didn't look good. Anytime he's on the boat at night, you can clearly see he's like, they just have like a green screen or a painting behind him. And nah. he's in a very shallow pool. <laughs> any, any scene with him disposing of the bodies at night looks awful. Bobo <laughs> as hell. Yeah, that doesn't look good. That doesn't improve at all through the series, but.
1: <laughs> Let me hit you with something else. What about season two? We got the crazy girlfriend. We got two girls fighting for him. So, and uh, Doakes. Dokes Dokes is ha- onto him. Has found out and he's found his so, little cabin.
0: Dexter is a sketchy motherfucker.
1: And he is. There's a he lot is, of
0: tension in this season. The reason that his girlfriend Rita is tipped off to him is that he will say he's like, he has to work late, which for a pathological liar and a serial, May serial killer, it seem like he's cheating on somebody. Or that he's a drug addict. Which he tells her that he is. Which she accuses him of, and he, him not being a, a very creative liar. Well, she dated
1: a drug addict, or had An Cody and Asturd. An abusive drug addict, Astrid. Yes. Astrid. Yes. A-S-S-T-U-R-D. Yes. That was her name.
0: Don't bother checking the credits. That's exactly how they spelled it. Why would you name a kid Asturd? I know, that seems really cruel, actually. Yeah. And abusive. But, so, she's, she's had... Bad relationships in the past with this dude whose name I actually don't remember, but it doesn't really matter. But well, she's
1: a hot, tam- yeah, but Paul. she's a hot tamale
0: Um, so she has Paul been, in, not. you know, bad, abusive relationships, and again, and Paul, who was a drug addict and a bad person, who, you know, he's out of jail and he's trying to be a good dad now, or is oh, he? He's, lame. Kind of, he's still a he's still a piece of shit. He's Dexter clearly a piece fucking of shit. murdered him. Yeah, Dexter sees right through it. <laughs>
1: murders he does, him he doesn't
0: murder him he actually um oh gets him convicted he gets him convicted and then and he gets murdered in jail yeah, exactly hey because he's karma's a, a bitch
1: ho <laughs> what what
0: uh but rita's like hey i think you're a drug addict and he's like nah yeah girl. that's why i'm always sneaking off at night and i have weird alibis and stuff I'm, i said i was working late but i'm actually doing crystal meth <laughs> yeah who doesn't do that? So he gets Dexter goes to an AA meeting or, and
1: bangs some English broad.
0: Yeah, who is an artist and who winds up being his sponsor, who is also a crazy person. Which also, I didn't know that other people in AA could be your sponsor.
1: Well, no, so yeah, but you seen also, Shameless?
0: No, I haven't actually. But people that are Get part on. of the program are also your sponsor and your like accountability partner. That seems. Counterintuitive, people. Well, I'm sure struck, it's like-
1: once they've been there for a while. It's like <laughs> when you go work somewhere, you don't immediately go to Jim, who's been there for like two weeks. Like, yeah, I'll show you the reps. Well, fair you enough. go to to Meredith, and she's like, "I'm working on office characters," it- and, and they. <laughs> she's been there for like five years. She knows what's going on. Um. Yep. Yeah, so, what was your verdict on season two? Good or bad? Uh, season two was. Really, really good. I liked that. I thought it was a departure from season one. Uh, Not a departure, but I thought it was not as good as season one.
0: So, I thought that the way that this show was set up from the first two seasons. The first, clearly, you had the Ice Truck Killer. Second, you had the Bay Harbor Butcher, which was Dexter.
1: Yeah, and he was getting found
0: out. He was clearly getting found out. And I was like, how does this go for six more seasons when clearly like there's suspicion around him there's definite clues that point back to him you have a main character that is clearly onto him
1: they also found um, a marina
0: that he was they found the marina boat. yeah and where his boat was docked and was the blood the- slides that wow that showed up in the rental car I think or, or was it dokes car I don't remember who Oh, they it pinned them. it on him yeah they pinned on dokes yeah and so dokes you know he's the only one that's really onto Dexter and they kind of pin it on him Um, as you know, a a fellow police officer actually being this serial
1: killer and they were, but he crashes the party at like the cabin and then Dexter like puts him up in the wood cabin in a jail inside of that,
0: um, a jail. And so the crazy, his crazy girlfriend shows up, uh, turns the gas on and basically blows that bitch sky high. Doesn't she? (laughs) Mm hmm. Uh, one of the other interesting bits of this, which we should probably talk about, is Deb's evolved ro- revolving door of relationships. So there is Special Agent Lundy, who is an FBI agent assigned to Miami to sort of. Um,
1: <laughs> is that the guy who was fat and then the second season was skinny?
0: No, no, no. He was the older dude who Deb dated and then.
1: <gasps> oh, no, that was. Four, um, 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 that was um, Kung Fu Legends. Kill Bill, that was his brother. He was also in um, Sucker Punch. I can't remember. You're not
0: talking about the musician guy from season
1: three, are you? No, no, no. I do His, he, his uh, other brother was in Revenge of the Nerds. Um, what is that guy's name? The Carradine Kids. He was one of the Carradines. Um, Because Kung Fu was david carradine and K- david carradine died from sexual asphyxiation and then uh robert carradine is maybe his name i can't yeah. remember there was a bunch of carradine kids <laughs> look it up Um uh, one is kill bill this guy's brother is kill bill but anyway yeah she fell in love with some old penis and she was like it was
0: very good actor. I liked Special Agent Lundy a lot. I He's liked been some stuff. I liked their relationship, even though it was kind of uncomfortable to watch. But just, he was a good guy. When you te- he, was a, he, was a he, guy. he was he was a genuinely good guy. He was very good at his job. Uh, he clearly thought something was up with Dexter, which when he comes back in later seasons, we'll see. But so it was introduced. As ba- so they have this big whirlwind relationship, and at the end of it, he basically was like, "Hey." Stokes is the ice truck killer. I'm leaving Miami tomorrow. And she's like, What the fuck, dude?
1: <laughs> yeah. He's like, Give me some of that sweet, sweet so kiss. You see, straight
0: throughout most of this, there's a running through line of Deb picking bad romantic relationships. He wasn't bad. And he was just short timed. Well, uh, she gets consistently hurt and kind of her character is a lot of time molded by rejection and the bad choices that she's made.
1: And and that whose that life is, isn't? Okay.
0: Well, you know what? It's it's definitely something that unfortunately carries throughout most of the series but season three
1: is Dexter and baby girl we're gonna pick up the pace for the you've first all got some seasons to go here you over here talking <laughs> we, we got season three Jimmy Smith talk a, about
0: fucking Scooby-Doo so you know I what? This enjoy is what
1: Scooby-Doo I am sorry <laughs> season three Jimmy Smith uh, Dexter finds Miguel a friend <laughs> and uh, befriends this guy and they both start murdering people
0: um so, the, for the first time, Dexter has a friend, and he feels... Mikel Prado. He feels that he has someone that he, he can be himself with.
1: Well, that's a lie, because he f- finds out later that that guy's a loose motherfucking
0: cannon. But also, I feel like every single season, he finds someone that he can he be He also murdered with. his brother. Yeah, he does that. <laughs> Literally and, every single season, somebody knows he's a serial killer, and some awful fate befalls them. So... The for the fact that throughout this season, he is talking about how for the first time I can be myself with somebody every single season. There's at least multiple people that know he's a serial killer that he can actually be honest with. And something awful happens to them. Um, but yeah, so Miguel Prado is like he's the uh, um, a
1: District attorney, something like that. He's yeah, a yeah. little higher
0: up in law enforcement.
1: Dexter murdered his brother and didn't come out till later. Dexter fucking murked that guy.
0: Yeah. it Season three was really good and probably one of the more tenser seasons, I think, until we get to um, the Trinity Killer.
1: Well, I think thus far, I mean, if you go one, two, three... Season and even season four I'm thinking like great even season five I really enjoyed season there's five there's a though.
0: lot of really good stuff in the first like four or five seasons for sure but yeah season three you know, the big overarching thing is, you know, Miguel Prado, his relationship with Dexter and, and the back and forth on that. Also, there's, also, there's also the guy who is there's a, a Skinner. I think they called him the Skinner serial killer that was running around.
1: Is that he the was, guy with the machete? Big
0: motherfucker. Yeah, he was a landscaper. And the, the big thing that tipped him off was the the palm tree cutting and that kind of thing.
1: Oh, no, no, no. That was not that guy. The okay. big Hispanic guy. Um, he just operated machete. But the Skinner guy, he was cutting down palm, palm trees, and yeah, they yeah, found he him was, out. He
0: was chopping up people. But nice. I think that involved the other guy. I think that was season
1: four. I think that was...
0: Uh, Deb has a love interest with a guy who's a musician who she moves in with. And oh, yeah, yeah.
1: F- Muscular like episode dude. Episode
0: two of season four, they have the breakup, and that guy is never seen from again.
1: Yeah, Frank there's Lundy a, comes back into the yeah, picture, too. There's a
0: lot of that in this to where they will carry over a character from one season and then either kill them or they will exit... In like the first episode of the next season,
1: <laughs> ain't life a bitch? So we're in season four. We're talking about John Lifko being the Trinity Killer, who is like this Christian man who goes and builds houses for the less fortunate, but really is bo- uh, putting the bodies in concrete and burying them there that he kills, and he has to operate by ritual, right? That is his whole thing is
0: he will all of his killings happen in three. So there's a woman murdered in a bathtub and then there's another woman who's pushed from uh, a great height. And then there's another who is murdered and what a fucking bludgeoned and an older man that's bludgeoned.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh, and the first kill that begins the cycle is the push off.
1: From the high spot. No, the first kill that begins
0: the cycle was in a young kid or something encased in concrete, wasn't it?
1: No, I think he wanted to do that. And that's what Dexter was trying to prevent because he saved that kid's life. I think, yeah. But so that's the reason he's the Trinity killer. He pushes some girl off the high
0: spot. He he kills in threes and he's basically recreating the traumatic experiences from his childhood. And that's the the cycle that begins. And and, and his
1: family seems perfect, but they're not because things come out as Dexter explores like his kids, you know, the family seems happy, it's like keeping it's up with the Joneses, a, but a actually horribly abusive crazy man. <laughs> yeah, which would make more sense. Um Rita gets killed at the end of the season. So she's the lady who dies in the bathtub. Dexter's hurt and he has a baby with her.
0: At the end of season three, or the three line of season three is Rita's pregnant and then they get married at the end of season three. Three, I think
1: yeah and he then all of a sudden he's like in suburbia
0: that's one of the only happy endings to a season in this show was very
1: rare right because every time you're like oh my god what's gonna happen and then you're like oh it's okay but there's like some a little extra like everything isn't perfect with him maybe but that one ended on a
0: high note for sure and so season four is you know Dexter he's living in a house in the suburbs with Rita and the two kids and he's got a a baby boy
1: and he's yeah, he's really <laughs> he's also got his apartment and yeah. he's hiding that from old oh, baby mama.
0: Yeah, he sure is. And man, is at a point of contention
1: for various reasons? I want to throughout great this show. season. I'm just thinking about how great the show was. Me and my wife, we, we literally watched the first season like in one day. It was a snow day. We said, fuck it. And just watched it and drank beers. Blue Moon, I believe this. The show is amazing
0: the fact that you know we're four seasons in and we've had so much to say already really is a testament to how, well,
1: how good I, it is honestly i mean honestly <laughs> if i'm thinking about it, i think the first four five seasons five seasons are great yeah um sixth it, season i feel like kind of dip started dipping the seventh season We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, Um, season
0: four, one of my favorites. with the Trinity killer, John Lithgow, incredible, incredible performance. I loved how it escalated at the end. And I honestly was genuinely shocked that after, you know, Dexter finally traps and, and kills Trinity, that he has a little surprise at the end of season four. And this was probably the only end of a season to where. I actually just paused the TV. I, I like, looked at no. Olivia and I was like, I don't want to watch this for several days just Old because dead. the way that he finds Rita, you know, murdered in the bathtub, uh, his, his kids his in kid there, sitting at a pool, born of blood in blood, in the as he was, exact, yeah, exact same manner that he was. I was like, This is (laughs) hard to do. Yeah, it was it was genuinely a moment of I had to, like, just kind of sit there and process it for a minute. This was a show, I will say, that was hard for me to binge in in huge segments. It was hard for me to watch more than two or three episodes at a time just because of how tense a lot of it was. I think later seasons, the tension was kind of ramped down because Dexter evolves as a killer and so you see less murders and it was more about interpersonal relationships kind of towards the end but the first four or five seasons was really about Dexter killing and not getting caught but now this person knows now we have to deal with this that was a lot of a lot of what was going on, and there were a lot of the reasons why it was kind of hard to watch at times was because it just gave you this like pit in the in the pit in your stomach that was i don't know it was just uneasy it's it was hard to sit down and watch continuously at least for me but Season four, I know Trinity Killer. That was your probably your favorite season.
1: I, I think season five might have actually been that's the one yeah. that always sticks up to me. I have to go back and watch it. Um, I actually tried to go in Wikipedia and it on season five, and it starts out. Season five opens up with, and I just wanted to put directly, opens up, but yeah, and um, apparently there's a blockade on that, which I'm not used to on Wikipedia. I was going to put something <laughs> crazy on there. You you can't do that now. Um season five opens up with Dexter picking up the pieces and um Asterd and Cody, uh Rita's kids with Paul. They go off with their grandparents and Who are Paul's
0: um Paul's parents.
1: Yeah. Well, either way, they're fucking dick turds. And, um, conveniently, we'll write them out of the show, though. Yeah. Dexter (laughs) has a baby (laughs) and his baby's being taken care of by whoever. And, um, asks,
0: he's got that Irish Danny in this season. And then
1: it's, oh, yeah. And 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 after that that.
0: season, it was Batista's, uh, sister that came out of nowhere who was, what he hooked
1: up with, didn't he? No, he didn't, he doesn't hook up with a nanny. Does he not? No. Mm. It was Quinn. A character we really haven't mentioned at this point. Yeah. Who was like uh, romantical with Deb.
0: Anyway, engaged to Deb. Just kind of came out of nowhere in season three and carried on to the end of the series. But
1: yeah. Good character. I I enjoyed him. He He was was so fat and then he lost so much weight. And then it was just like, is that guy healthy? And he wasn't really fat. It was just kind of like. He was comic relief in a lot of parts.
0: And he he had an entire season where he, after him and Deb broke up, where he was an alcoholic and Mm -hmm. it was quite entertaining. Mm -hmm. Then he dated that Russian stripper for a little bit.
1: Hey, who hasn't done that in our lifetime? (laughs) Um, Season five, it had Julia Stiles and it uh, kind of uh, religion played in there because there was like a religious killer, which also was in season six, but in a different way. The This was the Barrel Girls, right? Barrel Girls, yeah, but and there was
0: like this religious guy. Jordan Chase, who was the motivational speaker, who was also... Was
1: it motivational? I thought it was um, Churchy.
0: He was a motivational speaker. Season six was the um religious killer. I can't remember. the exact. Colin Hanks and that old dude. But season five, I think, was... I feel like, yeah, based on the conversations we had around the time we were watching it, it was kind of underrated, I feel. Um I think so, too. I think that Ju- was one of my favorite yeah. seasons. Julia Styles was great in this. I love how her transition from someone who is an es- escape from basically a rape cult into a semi... I don't know if she's a semi-functioning adult, but she basically fosters a romantic relationship with Dexter, and whether that's a health... Anybody romantically linked to Dexter is in a healthy relationship or not no it's sexy dog yeah yeah. it's it's really it's not it was interesting to see that he's linked to Rita for the first four seasons except for that little bit where he had the English girl but she she was crazy so he went back to Rita Um, it's interesting to see how they pair romantic leads with Dexter and how you know just how much information he divulges and stuff and you know the fact that they were had a similar sort of experience and so he is basically adopting her revenge quest as the the mission of this whole uh season was really interesting i loved seeing them work together the tension of and her name is lumen pierce by the way which i've never met anyone named lumen
1: well get out there really and
0: experience life a little bit jake really strange yeah <laughs> Um, but this season where they're working together is really cool. And at the very, the 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 end of this season, you see Deb. She's pointing a gun at a sheet, and on the other side of that sheet are Lumen and Dexter, people she both knows, but she doesn't know are actually involved in this. And this is the first time you see her being like a hard-nosed cop. She's absolutely playing by the rules. This is the first time she gives them. She said, "Basic." She was the one that posturized this theory of, "Hey, I bet the I bet that this uh, the person that's going after these people in this sex cult is an escaped member, and she's got some help, and they're out on this vendetta to kill people in the sex cult." And I am not completely opposed to what they're doing, so she has the up. Certainly has the opportunity to shoot them, but doesn't. She like lets kind of lets them go, um, not knowing who's on the other side of that. So that was, that was cool to see. And it's the kind of the first time you see Deb deviate from that path that she's on as a character as being this person that's absolutely, we are going to uphold the rule of law. You know, this, we're going to do this and this and this. So that, that was really cool to see, um, but that and that carries over into season six because uh, Maria LaGuerta, Maria or Moia, Oh, Angel! Sec-
1: <laughs> Angel says that they're romantically linked. We a lot of relationships. We can't- he has a speech impediment. That's just rude. Yeah. Um, so that is the so um, religious killer, Colin Hanks, and I'll figure out the other guy's name. Uh, Professor Geller. Who,
0: turns out, was uh, dead the entire time, wasn't he?
1: Yes, he <laughs> was. He was also in Battlestar Galactica. Gonna Bears beat Battlestar Galactica.
0: Um, so, Maria LaGuerta, she graduates to the rank of captain or whatever. It's basically, her old job is open- and when she's rough uh, on Deb. Detective too. Matthews just gives it to Deb's as sort of a "fuck you" to Maria Laguerta. <laughs> Edward James almost. Yeah, he's good. Good actor. He's good in this. I've seen him
1: in some things. Like he, genuinely, he's,
0: you're ten episodes into this. He's before, aged quite a bit. You're ten episodes into this before you realize that it's just Colin Hanks. That the other old guy has been dead the entire time. <laughs> Um,
1: which is kind of a reflection of what, um, um, Dexter is dead inside the entire time. No, he has like a, a, a part that pushes him, but it's also like a dead character. It's consciousness.
0: Yeah. that no, no, that's actually great. No, that's great insight. I hadn't actually made that connection. You're though. welcome. <laughs> um, but the, the big push in this is that. Dexter, I don't think has a romantic interest in this season. This is one of the few ones where they don't give him a romantic interest to kind of play off of.
1: Oh boy, gonna be touching his hand tonight. Most boys (laughs) be doing that. They just write it up in movies like everybody's gonna be banging somebody. Nobody banging nobody. Everybody banging a hand.
0: The first season that inter- introduces Jamie, who is Maria's, or excuse me, um, uh, Angel's angels' S- uh, sister, sister who comes out of comes out of nowhere and is suddenly Dexter's nanny and that they they kind of basically almost live together. Um, this is the season that Quinn's an alcoholic because Deb doesn't want to marry him.
1: Hey, life happens, now bitch. She's,
0: now she's the lieutenant uh, over Miami Metro homicide. And he has to answer everything she done has said. <laughs> um, and, but You know, so so a lot of shit happens. And I feel like a lot of shit happens in this, but in a way that this entire season can be boiled down to. Religious killer has multiple personality disorder, uh, is crazy. Deb is lieutenant. Deb uh,
1: acknowledges there's a killer on the loose and she lets him go. And let's, but at the, without knowing who it
0: is. Probably the very end of this is punctuated by, um, so Dexter tracks this guy down. They're in the church. Um and he's so he's doing his thing he's he's wrapping up in plastic he's gonna oh, do no. the ritual yep. killing and the season ends with except you know
1: the season before Deb Deb walks him. in this motherfucker and sees him about to stab exactly this dude and, and she's like what are you the- doing and he's like oh shit gonna stab this motherfucker and doesn't anyway
0: that's exactly where season seven picks up yeah right in that exact moment. So. And
1: the whole time in season seven, Deb was trying to correct Dexter and get him better and he's like trying to explain to her like hey, dad, you know, set me up to be this way. And she's not, she's not coping it. with it really well, is she? Yeah. And um LaGuerreta dies at the end of the season because they like fucking murk her. Deb Shoots her, yeah. They Deb fucking is the one who actually her,
0: shoots her, and she's but wrapped. it feels
1: good because Guerra's been an asshole, Deb, the whole time. Thankfully, really, nice Dexter, but really an asshole. Deb they
0: honestly made a really big turn with her character in season seven because I think her and Angel get divorced off season, yeah. So if they're together for two seasons and they we see them get divorced in off camera in the middle of a season or, or something like that. Hey, something player, like it
1: happens. Shit happens, yo. Uh, but.
0: It was weird that they really kind of built her up to be a sympathetic character. We get to know her and then she's just like this antagonizing force on the outside. And this is where I feel like the the writing in this show kind of takes a dip in season seven and eight to where something needs to kind of close in on Dexter and some consequences finally need to start building up. Like, yes, he lost his wife, Rita. Yes, he had a companion in Lumen, but she was also, you know, damaged goods, you know, more whatever you want to call it. We're all winds up goods. leaving. Um, and now he's got to deal with the fallout of Deb figuring out he's a serial killer, but not turning him into the police. Kind of, you know, dealing with that. Um, I think that from S- season seven and eight, things are extremely kind of disjointed season seven in particular there's a subplot with the ukrainian mafia to where there's that guy from (laughs) we're not making this up there's that guy from the other guys who is clearly australian playing a ukrainian you know the guy i'm talking about
1: oh yeah yeah david
0: bodyguard or whatever he's what is the main
1: guy he
0: is in there for like nine episodes and then he dies and then it was like, oh, shit, we've got three more episodes in this season. What do we do?
1: You know, Jake, sometimes it- <laughs> you have to not be afraid to cut a bitch. I'm just I'm <laughs> going to go you out there. You know what I'm talking about, right? Because they had that
0: whole subplot. That
1: bitch owes me money. To
0: where they set it up is like this is what is going on in this season. And it was like they wrapped that up in eight or nine episodes and realized they still had more time to fill so we had Hannah introduced as a romantic lead for for Dexter who poisons people. She was an accomplice with a, a dude who's in prison now that jumped in front of a bus while Dexter was talking to him. Um, (laughs) and so they're romantically linked and then her dad comes back and wants like money towards the end of that
1: (laughs) that season, which whose, whose parents doesn't want it
0: felt, it felt like filler and it really felt like they had a story to tell and they wrapped it up three episodes too early in that season. And it just made that whole thing feel extremely disjointed. It was season seven in terms of pacing was the worst one because it really felt like it reached a crescendo three episodes before the finale. And so you had two episodes of filler and then it was all of a sudden it was like, Oh, here's this other guy who killed my mom who got released from prison. Now I got to go get him. Oh, wait, it's a setup. Deb, why don't you shoot like after I've already killed this guy? <laughs> Oops that's what that season seven was where it kind of took a turn for me in terms of quality of, of writing and pacing. And that was something that really stuck out to me in terms of the story beats. And it was, that wasn't great. <laughs> what did, what did you think? and What did you think about that when you watched it the first time Too uh, did it feel like that to you? Because it felt like they had a story to tell and they wrapped it up way too early with those Ukrainian
1: guys. Well, honestly, whenever they start adding in too much to kind of convey the story, it's just like, keep it simple, stupid,
0: right? That's the reason why the earlier seasons felt...
1: They were better because it was just like conflict, but it was conflict you can understand. It isn't like, oh, well, we're going to throw this at you. And they're like, oh, I can't really relate to this, but But I've been following the story for so long that it's just not... Not
0: as good, it, I don't think. It was conflict between characters that you understood, and it wasn't too many characters that you hadn't heard of before. And I think that was why it was more effective.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of dumb to me to like all of a sudden be like, oh, this is what we're doing. And it's like any TV show, wherever it just throws out that random curveball, and you're like, oh, okay. Right. After. Sometimes curveballs are okay. Sometimes they're like, oh, well, this is a surprise, but it's not really... Unfamiliar territory in that
0: it's aspect. Like, it's like after a while, you feel like you have to introduce those un- unnecessary elements, characters. What feel like unnecessary characters, but to the writers, I feel like it's like we've been talking about this for five years. We have to do something new. We have Whether, to. We ha- absolutely have to. And that's why you get stuff like this. And so you get to season eight. It's just Bobo, though. Season eight, Dr. Vogel. Who turns out, oh, here's a psychiatrist that talked to Harry who basically developed the code of Harry. So we find out that Harry, his conscience, mm. his his adoptive father.
1: He's got a Harry conscience.
0: We find out he's not even like the one who wrote all this shit. He's like, uh, it was Dr. Vogel who basically came up with all these ideas. Harry just sought her out for help. And she's like, hey, you should do this so your son isn't a complete psychopath that we have to kill as is life Jake season 8 for me wasn't that bad it wasn't as disjointed as season 7 mm. but the ending namely the very last episode was the big letdown for me so th- so just real quickly the big story plots in this are Dr Vogel she uh, basically connects with Dexter. Dexter kills someone called the quote unquote brain surgeon. Uh, after he's taken care of that, there's a kid called Zach who he at first is going to kill, but then is like, maybe I can teach him. And Doctor Vogel's like, hey, you could you should definitely teach him, pass on the code to him. So at a certain point, he's like an apprentice to Dexter for like two episodes. Then he turns up dead. It turns out the brain surgeon wasn't really the brain surgeon. Who is the brain surgeon? <gasps> She's Dr. Vogel's long no! lost son, who she thought died in a psychiatric fire. Which is
1: those dumb stories that yeah. happen. You're like, really?
0: This it's is- like, oh, this is my son. He's only going to be a character for three episodes, but all of a sudden he's going to be like the big plot point that is kind of cropped up here. It's in the, the so fun.
1: stupid. Like they try <laughs> too hard to wrap it up. And that's what I hate. Sometimes I wish like TV shows would just go out on a whimper more than try to bang because bangs sometimes end up being stupid. Like I, like I'm thinking Seinfeld, like if you thought like one of the classic Seinfeld episodes, if it went out like that, would you be okay with it? Like just thinking Maybe. like, Hey, these people are going to be like, people just want to wrap it up. It isn't like all oh, these people are going to continue on with their current shenanigans, but they bring
0: his love interest from seasons uh, seven back. Hannah, which I liked. I liked their relationship. I liked how.
1: Yeah, but she ran off with the baby.
0: She didn't run off with the baby. So we'll we'll get to that here. In a second. She she. He their, told her to go to France. Her dream was to go to Argentina, not France, South um, America, not Argentina. Europe. Argentina, but <laughs> so that was their quote unquote dream, and they. That was sl- her dream. That was her dream, but he was like, you know what. We can go there too, and it'll be cool. Then we're gonna
1: do my dream. I'll take my
0: kid. What are you ordering online right now? I'm actually ordering pizza. He's got his credit card out, and he's actually punching in his.
1: I am ordering pizza, Jake. Some people are fat; it's a problem. Okay.
0: (laughs) I've. (laughs) Anyways. They bring his love interest back. Um am getting she cheese sticks and a
1: garlic parmesan crust pizza with mushrooms, extra mushrooms. That sounds good. Minus oh yeah, the, it's got extra mushrooms. Dog. Minus the
0: mushrooms. Well, I love mushrooms. I can't deal with that fungus. I love I the fungus. <laughs> um, so his love interest is back. She basically winds up adopting his kid. Um, that that season finale was awful. That series finale was awful.
1: It was dreadful. He and became a lumberjack. He was just a brawny paper towel man just doing whatever that, he fucking wanted to do. And
0: honestly, it was one of those things that if it had ended five minutes before, I would have been fine with. But it was the epilogue that fucking ruined it for me.
1: Well, he just, uh, Deb dies. So,
0: right. There's a hurricane. Deb gets shot.
1: Apparently she's was a happen. hurricane. Deb gets shot. Perfect for anybody well, that's never seen this listen, before. The hurricane
0: shot her. That's what happened. The hurricane pulled out a gun and shot Deb. Um, you know, Dr. Vogel kills Dr. Vogel. Then Dexter's like, I don't want to kill anymore because I'm in love. Uh, and then he doesn't. And then the guy right. breaks free and shoots Deb. Deb is apparently going to be fine. But then they move her for some reason in the hospital. And then she's like, oh, I'm having a stroke now you did girl yeah. so uh, after then deb's boss who when she was a private investigator she's a private investigator for a little while in this Doesn't season dexter drive her out in like a yeah uh, his in this, his a, boat. boat
1: and yeah. then they just go into the hurricane so All his, of a his he wakes boss, up his boss
0: is chasing hannah and then they're like hey you know what dexter calls in a bomb threat it, at the airport,
1: <laughs> he calls it a bomb. He Were calls you it a fucking that, bomb threat at the airport? But the problem and, is, they, they, they don't take keep a bus. The, they don't keep the tension <laughs> on the regular story. They kind of let was, that degrade and like rot and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, all these like random things was, start popping up, and you're like, oh, whatever.
0: I think it was the character shift in that he has this clear. It's okay. Is it? Ryan knocked it, okay. Ryan knocked over a blanket just for everybody. I pulled out my
1: deck and Jake told me it'd be okay.
0: Exactly. I love then he knocked a blanket over She <laughs> said that was also cool. Um, you're, you're right. The tension just fizzled there, and the fact that it was focused on this one thing, well, just and then that, that one thing bullshit. all of a sudden that, that big character shift. It was like. Oh, Deb's dying. Now Deb's dead. And then Dexter just all of a sudden just is like, hey, Hannah and them made it to the airport. Now they're flying to Argentina with my son. Now, now I'm, I'm gonna just going to
1: die be a lumberjack in like Canada. I'm
0: going to get on my boat and fake my death. I'm going to take Deb out of a hospital full of people. just going to walk in there in my uh, serial killer Henley, yes. which I always wear when I kill somebody.
1: It's weekend at Bernie's, baby. I'm going to take her off life he support music.
0: dump her body in the ocean and then i'm going to ride off into a hurricane fake my own death and then there's going to be an like epilogue a cowboy where i'm in alaska or some shit and then <laughs> working on a log truck and he's like i destroy everybody i touch now i'm going to grow a ginger beard and there's nothing wrong with growing a ginger
1: beard into asshole. the rest of my days that
0: The last like five minutes of that episode really just ruined it for me. Ruined like that entire
1: If you knew that was going to be the ending of it, would you have watched it?
0: I would have watched it, but it would have definitely deflated it a little bit for me. And that was the thing that was that just kind of stuck with me after like the credits started rolling. I was like. They almost like left it open to where
1: potentially they could restart it again if they wanted to. I looked it up, and no plans as of yet. But Michael C. Hall is almost fifty. Deb is forty. Um, Michael Michael's wife is thirty two. She's going to open a bookstore bookstore called Dead or Alive. I had to go in. Um, Seth is the Everett brother She's married to Deb. Um, they have one child together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not on the show, but just wanted to let you guys
1: know. Yes, just want to let you know. Oh. Um, there's no plans for a sequel. Um, their dad was in the Warriors movie. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: you know, overall as a series, I would say it's
1: fantastic. Top five, The first five seasons, great. After that, maybe we kind of...
0: Things got a little worse, but I would say there's not a dramatic drop off in quality.
1: Until like the I would,
0: very end. I would say definitely season seven and eight weren't as good as what came before, but they were not They were not bad. Season eight, even season eight was not bad ex- until the last episode. Well, last I just
1: hate when shows try to wrap up and it's just like, okay, that, we have to make everything okay. Why can't it just be like everything's going to continue beyond this and you give a good ended. show? That yeah. was
0: the major, even, you know, like I said, season eight was okay, but the the
1: last episode was really the thing that kind of left what a is, sour taste in my mouth. Why does there have to be a crescendo where everything comes to a point? Why can't it just, like you said, be open, like the- everything go the way it's been. And like, if we ended on the Trinity killer, um, yeah, that'd be hard to swallow. But I think that would be intriguing to have people talking. People wouldn't like the ending, but it's a good ending. As it's opposed not, to being a lumberjack. It's not a definitive ending, but it is an ending. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have an undefined ending as opposed to some just kind of bullshit put together at last minute. Like, okay, we're going to tie everything up. It, Don't tie everything up. It let really, it be.
0: To To me, when you watch something like that, it kind of exposes the outside production of it it's almost like they said we're going to do one more season of this yeah but but also have to wrap everything up in 12
1: episodes but it also begs the question like uh, for those companies like hey um we come back later in another season kind of explain and then build that point where we're not just like one after the other because i think sometimes thinking about it makes things easier
0: Maybe I think that after seven years, I don't, I don't know if they will or not, but this was see, it was a, it's a disappointing end to an otherwise really, really incredible show that I can't recommend enough. If you haven't seen it. Us talking about the major plot points will probably still not spoil it for you because there's so many characters and other side developments. death, yeah, you will, yeah, that will still hit you hard. But a lot of this other stuff, I, I think that you'll still get a lot of enjoyment from from watching and and you know even listening to us paraphrase our our favorite stuff. I think it's it's definitely worth a watch. So. You know if you haven't watched Dexter if you or if you have watched Dexter and you enjoy, it It's been to
1: 14 years since it debuted <laughs> check it out.
0: Yeah it's it's a great show and don't let a little bit of a disappointing ending to it ruin the whole experience because honestly it was
1: it, That's what it's I tell great. all the girls I've been with especially my wife I'm just like hey you know, it's, it was don't pretty good ending. up to this point, so you just don't think, about, <laughs> it don't not think a race? about the end. Was it not a race? Was this not what we're doing? <laughs> should I not scream Earnhardt during lovemaking? I don't know. You should always do that. I will. Yeah. I'll be like, number three, raise hell, praise Dale. That's what I do when I climax. Well, Ryan, any spare thoughts you have on Dexter? I do not. I do think this is a great show. Um I'm not big on dramas and stuff like that. I just hate the anxiety it builds. I'm more of a comedy sports person. Um, But this is such a good show. I put up there Breaking Bad. I think both are on par with each other. This might be better than Breaking Bad. It's been a long time since I've watched
0: Breaking Bad. But this, in terms of me thinking about it on a day-to-day basis, has stuck with me a lot more. And I love this series genuinely unironically it's really really good
1: so you gotta watch you next it's similar it's maybe it's a little more uh <laughs> flu flu it's more love based and but it's really good
0: yeah it's it's genuinely great series and you know even us talking about it i don't think it's ruined it for anybody if you want to invest in it for everybody quarantine Dexter is a great place to start. So, absolutely,
1: who doesn't love Dexter? Anything else you want to add, Ryan? Um, are you, you wearing one pick of up the Camel City blackout shirts? Going to call that out.
0: Yeah, I am. I've been wearing it the entire day. So, Woo! if you haven't listened to Ryan's album, the album is called Possession. It's available on iTunes, on Spotify, Apple Music, basically any streaming service. You can check it out. You can stream it for free now uh and if you've listened to it give us a shout out. Yeah. Uh, let Ryan know that you like it because Ooh, it's means. genuinely really good music. Yeah, and, it's pretty good. And he recorded it. They spent most of last year making it. It's a great yes. album, so.
1: <laughs> it took a while. Um nothing else to add. I don't think I just thought I'm going to go get pizza after all this is done. All right.
0: So if you guys like Dexter and if you want pizza, let us know. Uh, Yep. Pop. Share share the show with a friend uh, and, you know, just enjoy, get naked and enjoy spending time with us during quarantine. We know you don't have anything else better to do. Probably. So no, definitely. Thanks for letting us into your ears and into your homes. Let us inside of you. Thank you. As we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate.
1: Nighty night. Bitches. Until next
0: time, folks.